Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode number 500-500. What do you think? <laughs> I know, I was waiting to Yeah, this is not just any episode, this is number 500. Wow. As everyone's been anticipating. No, okay, some people have. And... What's special about it? Anyway. I mean, no, they, Jay, I knew Jay would be like, I mean, and it's just like any other. I mean, what are we going to do? No, it's cool. I think, I think what, I think for us, I mean, it really doesn't matter about anybody else for us. What it just shows <laughs> is just, I think this is like a good example of how, what works for us. And that is just consistency. Yes. Just. Does it work consistently? Putting your head down. Getting stuff done, I think that that's, you know, with the whole online hustling, (laughs) entrepreneur, boss babe, mom, uh, mompreneur, you know, it's just like there's this whole thing about like anyone can go online and become like uh, rich and famous. uh, (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, there's kind of that thing out there. And I just think for us, I don't understand that. I think for us, it's about... Just things taking time. So yes. 500 episodes, what, we started doing this 2013, 13. except for maybe under five times yeah. where we skipped a week or where, we, yeah, I mean, we've we done it. run or something. We've just done it every week and that just works for us. And that works for our eBay business. Just, yep. it's not like overnight success. It's just <laughs> putting your head down. Here's five items that we put up. Here's another five items, you know, and it just kind of builds up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like our, And you get to... 8,000 items right. or 500 episodes. It's like our, our our rentals. We like, you know, we put a, we got a mortgage on our home to buy an old house that took us three years to fix up. And that is like, you know, while you're doing eBay over here, <laughs> I'm over there every day with a couple of crazy guys yep. trying to fix this place up with our extra spare cash. Yep. But then it works. And we built a business yeah. around it. So. Exactly. That's to me is what it's all about. Yep. So it's not it's it's not any so it's so it's not like I don't want to celebrate it, but but you know that's what I'm celebrating our stick-to-itiveness. Well, also like you said, I like to celebrate being able to do it every week. You know what I mean? Like last week is just as special as this week. That's right. You know because we were able to talk and have a community and have people, you know help us learn things i was posting stuff on the forum all week like help me figure out this weird pewter thing you know and really the only thing that matters is right now right this moment this episode whatever number you're listening to this moment right now okay in your existential (laughs) (laughs) existential my favorite thing yeah and I'm existential optimism, so we're great. We're great, like a uh, couple. Hey, um, nihilists can be optimists. Couple updates. I did not eat the eggs that were. Making. We threw them away. I threw them away. Uh, I think we even got. Big, I think we even got a voicemail about that. So yeah, that's just, a big just, deal. just well, be prepared. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll probably hear it. Uh, I don't know. I I just don't like to throw things away. We're about road burgers. Uh, yeah. My stocks are tilt still too small. But I'm okay with it. I will, uh, you know, keep my wool socks that are too small. 
Your socks are too small. But you said your stocks are too small. I'm like, no. are we still talking about GameStop no, 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 here? No. Socks. <laughs> anyway, uh, and some people were worried that we were taking on too much. I think oh, yeah. last week we were trying to. I was just trying to like be honest about like yeah. when when things feel like they're getting to be too much and you're figuring out what your yeah barriers are your yeah. uh, you know can i take what's, on more what's the limit and you know what i see this story all the time i don't think it's just us we're just trying to give a voice to it i mean you know i imagine uh someone who has a job right and they might have a partner and maybe even a family right and they stumble online and they're like let's sell some stuff and they're yeah. like googling and they find people on uh on Instagram and on uh, YouTube, and maybe they find us too. And they start to sell things on eBay after they do a full day's work and they're <laughs> yeah, taking they have a care family. of the kids, you know? <laughs> I mean, I've seen this story yep. so often. Everybody, I feel, gets to a point where you're like in the in-between. And yeah. that's kind of where we are right now with this coffee business and our eBay, where we've... We've kind of taken the coffee business to a point where like, okay, and now it feels like it's a lot and we need yeah. to make that choice. Right. How do we fit this into our lives? And 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 right. those people do it too, where they're like, okay, you know, I've got a hundred things on eBay. I'm making 300 bucks extra every month, but how do I like take it to where yeah. it's like a real business right. and you got to start making choices, yep. cutting back on work. Cutting back on your family, right? Deciding eBay's not e the the thing to do. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to choices. make. We're trying to. I mean, we are very close to opening a cafe, and that's a lot of time, like, right? And, obviously. and and you know, and there's a one thing we we all do it too. I think you know where there's short periods of time, a month possibly. Where you can really push things. Yeah. Where you're just head to the grindstone and you're like really pushing things. Nose to the grindstone. Nose, head. (laughs) Your Uh, nose is on your head. (laughs) And then it's just, it can feel too much. And you you can't keep that up. I mean, I've seen that too on eBay where people are like, look, I'm doing so good. And then after a month. It's just, they crash. I don't hear them anymore or they admit. Well, what, what we see happening is we see... Uh, ourselves getting distracted. So when you're supposed to be responsible for certain things, like something that I'll do is I will literally just forget to do stuff. I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's something I'm supposed to do every month, every week, every day. And I just completely forgot to do it Um, or whatever. Like, it's nothing like major, but, or, you know, we were putting linens out for our, our, uh, one of our rentals for our cleaners. We missed half the stuff in the bags. She was like, I'm missing so much stuff. And I'm like, oh, we're totally distracted. Right. Like I, I remember when we were putting those bags together, we were doing like four different things at once and walking out the door. And to be clear, I don't think people might know this part of what we do is our cleaners, Come to our house and pick up these like IKEA bags, and there's an IKEA bag for each each room in the house of yeah. like pillowcases and kitchen stuff and yeah. bathroom towels. Right, and then she takes it 
puts on the brand the the clean stuff and then brings home the old stuff. And we do all the laundry. And then we do the laundry. So, so. it's a, so it's an exchange. Right. right. It's, it's a linen exchange. And, um but so that was it was one of those moments where I was like yeah. oh we're clearly like very distracted on like opening this cafe. But like it's two things. So yeah, I was just trying to put trying to speak about how that feels like being in the in-between. Like, it's not like we can't handle it. It's not like we've been here be- before. And the answer is going to be that this coffee cafe roaster business we have is going to settle down as we open yeah. and as we hire people, yes. as not we personally, but as the business hires people. Right. To, and then we'll figure out what that schedule is. Right. And we'll figure out how to fit that into our schedule. Yeah. And then it will be okay. Just well, right now, down, yeah. again, we're in that in-between state. And I think you know? it's like that with, a, like, I remember getting our second Airbnb in place and it felt the same way where right. I was like, oh, this is, yeah, double the work. Right. You know, I had to adjust for that amount of work, and, you know. And now it's easy. Now we don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, yeah. you know, right, right now too, just like when somebody is starting an eBay store it just sucks up all your time because you're often really inefficient. I feel like we're mm. really inefficient right now right, right, with right. this coffee business right. because it's new to us and we're working with our partners, you know, building infrastructure. Right. I think we're that's systems, almost done. Building systems. And now we're building the a system right. of how things get done. Right. And it's a little frustrating because it's not just the two of us. Right. Now there are two other people involved and we're all trying to agree on a process that is smart and efficient and works, you know, and we're, we're working smart and not hard. Okay. Well, also we're like scaling up really fast. And I think that that's something, um, I was talking to them the other day because I, we were doing a tasting for some tasting notes for our new labels And, you know, we were just talking about things we could get done in the next few months. And we were like, yeah, we're trying to do a lot, all of us. Like every single person in this business is like making a lot of decisions every day and like, you know, doing a lot of tasks. So we just we were just talking about balancing that. And um, along with for us, like all our other things that we're doing, not just that business. So you know, I've said that before where I'm like, I gotta be able to be super flexible and like basically be a runner, you know, and be like, Oh, they, um, our cleaner needs those linens. Okay. I need to be able to go get, you know, drive over there and give them to her. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, it's a balance of figuring out like, you know, how do you, how do you do it all? Yeah. I mean, you, you, but, but, but the whole point is, is like what's the point? We have to figure that out. Yeah, we figure and, it out. And, and right, and we are, and everyone has to figure out that out for themselves. I mean, I would love to hear if anyone is doing. I mean, I bet there are people right now in the middle of this, and they 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 might not even know it, where they're trying to build out their eBay business, but they're hitting that yeah. point where yeah, you they can see what they could do, but they just can't find the time. Especially people that have families. I'm just yeah. like, I don't know how they do it. We don't yeah. have kids. It would be very difficult for us to do what we do with kids, but people yeah. do do it. And Well, what you do, I mean, and for me, the answer has been, in especially the last couple of years, is you get help. Like, you get people to help you do right. this. Like we said, we have cleaners that clean our houses because we have other obligations right. to take care of on a daily basis. Um, you know, so you're just like, 
this cafe, we we found two partners because we're like we cannot right. do this alone. So two things on that. Number one, and the whole and the point of this whole five hundred episode thing is like <laughs> being able to build a life where the thing you want to do can last for a long period right. of time. Like to me, it doesn't really make sense if. If you can figure out for three months, right. six months, it's like, well, I don't know. That, Is that, that's not great. Yeah. But the other thing about hiring people, though, some people were suggesting that we hire like some some like real employees, like, I don't know, assistants. Or, yeah. I mean, we, we have people we pay to clean us. They We have someone that helps us take pictures, but yeah. it's not like full-time work. Right. To me, hiring people is a really big commitment. Yes. I don't take lightly. Yes. Because especially if you're hiring someone full-time, I mean, that is a huge commitment because I yeah. feel a responsibility right. to that person to give them some amount of job security. Right. Um, for instance, the coffee shop, yeah. this coffee business we have, is going to be hiring people. Like right. we've been talking with our partners. We'll probably hire six to seven people to help us run the cafe. Yeah. They already have three or four employees at their other cafe yeah i mean that's a big it's a deal lot. yeah it's a lot of money i mean like imagine if you hired a full-time person and you're paying them between 30 i don't know even thirty thousand dollars or oh. it's forty thousand dollars yeah i mean that's not a huge salary but that's decent right if you hired five of those people, that's a lot of money. You you're talking like a hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand dollars in employees. Like we just don't have. I guess our businesses too are not at that scale. Yeah. Like if you have to be a making, I don't know, eight hundred thousand dollars a year to be to able like to afford all those employees. It's I mean, just, yeah. I think that's the other thing too. It's 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 we we I think are trying to do what we can ourselves. Yeah. Hire some people part-time. Right. But really, we've always kind of not been wanting to get into that business. Like I hear some people do on eBay where they have a warehouse and yeah. they have five full-time employees yeah. and they're selling on Amazon and they gross $5 million a year. It's just like a different business and that's not the business we're in. Yeah, it's not. I mean, I have thought of having an assistant or something like us having like a manager or something. Really? Well, we've talked about that with the Airbnbs, like where you have someone who goes and checks the house, right. you know, every time it gets flipped right. to make sure the Netflix is logged in, like the, the batteries work in the right. whatever, you know, like just things that the cleaner does not need to be doing every single time. I wish that she did, but like she's focused on like getting everything clean and like tidy. And so, yeah, it just... Everything's been fine without that. But, like, yeah, I think it is just – I guess it's that choice of do you get help to help you expand or do you just say, I'm fine at this level. Right. Or I need to just do X, Y, and Z and not, like, all these other things. Yeah. You know, and that's that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, and I, I, I don't have the exact answer on that, but that's something we are at right now is, like – trying to scale things where only we can do it and with some part-time help without becoming like a company with like real employees. Right. Okay. So eBay, uh, Simon on the forum, he says, and you will know about this more than me. He says, apparently eBay is going to be phasing out parcel select as a shipping option. Right. He said, 
a week ago, I saw several people complain on Facebook that Parcel Select was gone as a shipping option, even when that was a shipping option on an item that sold. So, <laughs> so someone paid for it, but they couldn't actually do it. You know. Now, what I don't understand is what's going to be the alternative. What's the ground? Right. option for the post office then. So tell me, I don't even know what that is. Tell me what parcel select is. It's supposedly a cheaper way to send stuff that's not priority. So is there not ground? Is there not like uh, a USPS ground? That's what that's uh, what he's saying. Like if parcel select is, is parcel gone, select. that's okay. ground. Got it. Um, so now they're just going to have what? Priority? And like first class and like media mail. Got it. So what's the alternative? Is it I don't know. I so don't. you can't send it first class or it's a first class only? First class to? is up to a pound. Got it. And then priority is anything over a pound? Well, you can send priority anything. Anything. You could send a 10 ounce right. package priority if you huh. wanted. I wonder why they're doing that. I don't. I, yeah. I don't know. So then, okay. So what's the okay, alternative? Fine. Gun to your head. What happens if we have to ship a 10 pound item? Hey, what are you going to do? Uh, you could try FedEx ground. Okay. Um, or you just send a priority. Hmm. So what I don't understand is if I have a business, if I have a, I have to look this up. If I have a business um, policy, shipping policy, that's like parcel select and priority. Well, right. what's going to happen? They pay right. for a parcel select and like, it's yeah. not even an option. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. I don't know. That is strange because I mean, there's a large portion of eBay where people are trying to ship things over two pounds, you know? Unless, like, because of the shipping uh, fee rate hikes or whatever, that the prices are just the same now. I mean, Mm -hmm. I honestly can't remember the last time I sent something parcel because with your discount, it's, like, either cheaper for priority or it's the same. So Mm -hmm. I just always pick priority. Yeah. 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 I don't really know. I don't know. I don't get it. And also, like, I don't think we should be forced to choose FedEx or UPS. Like, Mm. I don't, I don't particularly love those services because a lot of times they don't pick up at my house. So that's a burden. And plus the post office, you would think if they're trying to compete that they would not want to cut services out. Yeah. I don't understand it. Um, okay. And then the other thing is I saw this, I don't think anyone was talking about it, but I think it's interesting. New item specifics. Oh God. Go into effect. February 22nd. 22nd. You know that. In my butt. After this day, you won't be able to publish new or relist or revise items in the following categories. Like Without changing it. Every category. Business and industrial. Uh, Clothing, shoes, and accessories. Clothing is the biggest pain. Health and beauty. Home and garden, musical instrument, sporting goods. So I guess my question is, can we just allow everything to keep going, and then when items become too old, then we re, you know, we re post them and then change them at that uh, moment instead of having to do. I don't know. Six hundred at a time. So what did they say? You can't. Would you have to end them and relist them, and then? Like, is it that what says, you're saying? And, yeah. After February 22nd, you won't be able to publish new, relist, or revise any item in the following category. So, so relist. Right. So, so we would have to end it? I guess so. I mean, we, we kind of oh, do that anyway, yeah. just when they get older. I mean, I'm assuming yeah. anything in existence. 
won't get taken down. It doesn't seem right. Like I think that's what that I was afraid of. It would either get taken down, which is crazy that eBay would do that, or it would get hidden in search. Yeah. So the annoying thing is a lot of the things that I have to change are like men's clothes. And there's an item specific called department. And it's just like men's department, like department men's. It's in a men's category. I feel like that should be automatically. So so it's easy to bulk edit those. But what I'm finding, I was doing this right before the podcast actually, that some of my older listings, I don't know if eBay has changed the way they did shirt categories in the past couple of years, but I have a bunch of polo shirts that have like that like little collar, mm. uh, little button up collar. And for some reason they're in like men's button down shirt category mm. and I have to change the category. Right. But when you change the category, all the item specifics go away. Uh, so you have to refill out right. size, color. It's like it, a golf it, shirt. It right? does. It does. Yes. It does sort of automatically suggest those, but I have to do them one by one. Yeah. It's just, it's just so obnoxious. I mean, I think we have maybe that's my own fault, really. Six hundred men's clothes. Either. Yeah. Now, so there's this thing called OptiSeller, which yeah. is which eBay is allowing people to use for free to go through your listing. Although eBay does give you a search algorithm on your actives page. To see what needs item specific recommendations. So how? So just yeah. tell me. How many? Six hundred. Um, 10, I think 000. it's less. Than, I think it's like three hundred. Okay. And I already honestly yeah. started going through them one gotcha. by one. I mean, I'm not saying it's great, but you know, we have moved away from clothes. We yeah. still have three hundred men's items. Yeah. But I can't imagine it would must be like for people who only sell clothes and they have. You know, five thousand clothing. Well, items hopefully, if they have five thousand clothing items, right. they're in the correct categories anyway, so they're mm. not running into my problem where mm. like they're having other issues and they're just like bulk editing and saying category. Right. Uh, sorry, department men's. Right. And bulk didn't edit. Didn't we just do or didn't we? We did. A, do? I did yeah. a bunch of them, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm just gonna go through them. Yep. Just I know people. It's are such a pain. It. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> and I noticed the other round that I did them uh, a few months ago. It was like, I think it was in October. They changed what colors are called. Mm. So like back in the day, they would have like shoes, burgundy. Well, they don't have that color anymore. They have like red. Mm. So you can have burgundy, right. but they like suggest something else, and you're like, oh. Do I really have to go through all of these? Yep. I don't know if they make you do it or not. I forget. They just, they want better search terms because they want those sidebar, like clickable, like red. Right. There's no clickable. Burgundy. When you buy something. So I was actually shopping on eBay this week for something. And I noticed those, those things on the sidebar were. Yeah. Where you click, can click. And they've, they've become quite extensive. Yes. Do you, uh, you know, click all of those a lot or what when you, I'm searching sold? That? Yeah. No, or just when I'm shopping? Yeah. It depends shop. on what I'm shopping for. Mm. I mean, there are times where you have to look in the categories. If you type a certain thing and it's in, in like 40 different categories mm. and you're like, no, I just need a housewares, right? Whatever this is in housewares, you know, I'll drill down there. If I buy electronics, like I had to buy you a new phone, um, I feel like I say that like every four podcasts. I had to buy you a new phone. Your phone <laughs> broke. Um, 
Because you tried to fix it and it broke. No, you br- you dropped it on the ground, remember? It's both of those. Well, it was both of those. The button didn't work and then you dropped it on the ground and right. it was just like worse and worse. So I bought you a new phone, a new used phone. And so what I was doing is on those sidebars, okay, iPhone right. 7, it's got to be unlocked. It's got to have this size hard drive. So I guess that's my point. So I'm not yeah. asking that question without Dude, a point. Yeah. So my point is, is... Yeah, I agree. When, when I'm buying something like that is a certain size, like an air uh, a filter, you know, I need a 20 by 20 inch. Those are great because yeah. then I can do it. Or if I'm buying a pair of shoes, yes. it's like specifically size A, slip yeah. on, right? fine. But for a lot of stuff we sell, I know. it's just vintage and it's all about the yeah. search terms. Art Nouveau, Yeah, but lead. for those things, yeah. but for those things... They don't have major item specifics. Sure. For clothes, right. it's like like people laugh are going to laugh because you're like, for clothes now, I try to tell my helper, just do the top ones. Like right. you don't have to go down and do – like there's like so many check boxes. For say a vintage press glass bowl. I just mm-hmm. listed one of these yesterday. Uh, you know, they're like, is there a brand? Is it in the brand category? Was it made? Is it handmade? That's it. You can add stuff if you want to add a color or whatever. But other than that, there's not clothes, shoes. It's crazy. So, you know. Okay. So let's get down to business. Our numbers. We sold 48 items, which is, and then we're almost at uh, 50 items. It feels like a lot. I mean, that's like seven items a day. Yeah. Uh, I wish it were more, but... Gross sales. Now that eBay has that whole eBay.com slash SH slash performance slash sales. <laughs> I love it. Um, our gross sales, $2,240 and one penny. And that's including all the fees and shipping and taxes. So our net sales minus the fees and shipping and taxes is $1,598. 29 cents. That's a lot of shipping. It's not bad. Well, some high dollar items sold that were big and heavy and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, right. So, you know, that's the difference when people talk about gross and net. I mean, that's like 600 bucks. I mean, that's like 25% of our gross went to yeah. just other to other things, yeah. other people. Yeah. Not, not in my pocket. Um right. So things we sold, our highest price item was $145. It was this like uh, sculpture. It's like a metal lead sculpture. This is the weirdest thing. I just found it at the bottom of a box, literally. It's a piece of lead. Um, It's an old like flower arrangement frog that looks like little like flowers rolled up sort of. Very Art Nouveau. It, I mean, it's not an actual frog. Frog is the, the word for... It's the for... term for... Uh, oh, frog is a... I had to explain this to my helper. I'm like, that's a frog. He's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it's like a weight and a you know, holder for flower arranging right. that a lot of times you can't see because right. it's down at the bottom of a vase or a pitcher or whatever. Right. But this one is very decorative, so you could see it and it would still look interesting. So... I found one on eBay that was antique and made of lead, kind of like mine. It wasn't as cool looking, in my opinion, and it sold for over $100. So I was like, I'm just going to put this up. So I was up super early, like in the middle of the night, listing stuff on eBay because I couldn't (laughs) sleep. And it sold within that day. Yeah. 
For a hunt for my full asking so price. So does it it make you think like uh oh I I I underpriced? No, I mean yeah. <laughs> if I'm selling literally a hunk of lead for more than yeah. that, I'm hunk like a hunk of lead. I don't know. Yeah, I mean we sold this like metal bowl for ninety five dollars. It's brass. Brass metal. Yep. It wow. is a metal. Brass is metal. Yeah, but Hollywood Regency. See, yeah, it's pretty I, Hollywood. Regency. See, I think that's where it starts. It's really important to start to have those keywords. So yeah. that one like flower frog thing. Art Nouveau. Art Nouveau. This if Hollywood you Regency. You know, because people, designers, people that design in their houses, they want to look a certain styles and yeah. looks. Um, and look, stuff is expensive. I've been buying stuff for the cafe, like mirrors and hardware poles and whatever. Right. And yeah, if you want a high quality thing, it's expensive. Yep. It can be expensive. We had a guy in South Korea buy like a platter, a uh, Royal Copenhagen. So, and another good keyword. Yeah. Uh, and then before it even arrived to him, he bought another one, another Royal Copenhagen platter. And he could have done it at the same time and had them shipped. Together, it's global but, shipping though, yeah. so I don't. So it, it you might have been able to, but mm. um, no, actually, I did. I did sell some things global shipping, and someone was able to put them in their cart. Right. I feel like if they do it at the same time, yeah. in a cart, yeah, it they can might get be shipped to together. But if they do it anyway, I wonder I if know. he just was like, "Oh, this is a okay. good deal," so I'm gonna. So, you know, I did count. So out of the forty nine items. 18 of those items were under $20. Oh, wow. Were, uh, Look, uh, we, we still just sell. Just stuff, yes. some clothes. Remote controls. Uh, remote controls, and Just yeah. like little... I had bought a huge lot of remote controls um, at an auction. Um, and I was like, I'll go through these. Because yeah. some, some, some vintage remote controls, you can sell for $30 plus. Dollars. Right. Uh, but right. a lot of them, you're like... 12 bucks. 12 bucks. Yep. So... <laughs> Anyway, it's it's nice. It's good. Yeah. Uh, so customer issues. Um, this is now just becoming our I want a grape section. <laughs> uh, this is a grape though. So when we first started to sell, it was close. Yeah, close. It's like the gateway drug for anyone that sells on eBay, it seems like. And we, we were not – and we were a part of that too. And it was great. The great thing about clothes is – they're everywhere. Yep. And we could find a jacket for like three dollars. Right. And and if it was a good brand or a good style, it could sell for over a hundred dollars. Right. So we sold a jacket last week yeah. for a hundred and seventy five dollars. This doesn't happen to us very often. I think it was hundred and thirty nine. Hundred and thirty nine. Yeah. It was still high. It was it was under hundred and fifty. And she returned it. And she returned it for color. Right. And this Reminds me of why being a clothes seller is yes. tough yes. because of the high returns. And I know other clothes sellers will say the same thing. Yeah. I know some people say if you sell clothes on Etsy, people are better about it. But it's true. It's like it's like a 5 to 10% return rate. Yeah. And this is it. Just the person got it. They said the color wasn't the same as the photos. So she sent it back saying it was our fault. Mm -hmm. Item not as described. Good thing is eBay doesn't allow that, right? Like, Oh, uh, they allow it. uh, Right. Yeah. But you can dispute it, right? No. No? Mm -mm. Oh. 
No, you just have to read. If they say item not as described, it doesn't right. matter what they say okay. in the little in the little thing. If if they chose item not as described, and then in the little description was like, actually, this was as described. Thanks. Mm-hmm. They don't care. It still doesn't care. Nope. Okay. All right. So sorry. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. We ate it. And then some guy bought. It was yeah, great. This is, this is hilarious and this annoying. This is the highs and lows. You know, we're not big sellers. So yeah. like, if we were selling like five hundred items, but just like each each thing that sells is precious. Some somebody some guy bought three cummerbunds. Four. Cummer cummer cummerbunds. They're like those tuxedo yeah. waist belts our, for a tuxedo. Our helper didn't know what they were. He's uh, like, belt thing. I don't even think he called it that. Anyway, it was really funny. I love it because I love finding them because very often the they're at the bottom of like in a thrift store. Nobody cares about them and they're like a dollar and we can sell them for 20 plus dollars. Yeah, depending on the pattern and stuff. He got them and he said they weren't shiny enough. So he said in the back. Okay, he, uh, let me just explain. He bought four of them all separate at separate times. So I'm shipping these four cummerbunds to this guy throughout the two weeks, right, and, week and or so. I'm just like fist pumping. I'm like, is this yeah. the same person? Yeah, it is. Okay, fine. So I ship them. Um, and then he he opens item not described case. All right. Oh, he might have he he might have actually said doesn't fit. I, right. I should I think he might have not blamed us, but he's like not, not shiny enough. Doesn't have an elastic band, even right. though I didn't say that it was. Mm. And then some other reason. Oh, I just don't like the color. So yeah. he's actually returning three out of four. So mm. he's keeping one. Mm. So he liked one of his eleven dollar cumber buns. The cool thing is, it's just the way it is. You eat it. You. Put it back up and you yeah, I mean, go on. It's yeah. all good. They do sell occasionally. It's hilarious. So something we were talking about on the forum this week was, it comes up from time to time, and I have a very strong opinion about it. We're talking about eBay's five-star uh, rating. Okay. And uh, yeah. it's reviews or, you know, when people put your, like, you know, great seller, great item. I feel like it's really... It's called feedback. Feedback. I feel like it's really old-fashioned. feedback. It is. It's old-fashioned. I feel like it's not very helpful, and we were... I don't know. Some people were strangely, like, really passionate saying they think it's really helpful. I know when I'm shopping mm-hmm. on eBay, I don't really find it very helpful. Like, well, okay, so compared to Airbnb, it's the same thing. You get reviews with star ratings. So why is that better or different? I'll tell you. Number one, I think star ratings don't help even on Airbnb because I also hate star ratings because like with Airbnb or eBay, it's five stars and it's not like between what like people don't everybody has like 4.85 or above. (laughs) So it's like (laughs) these minute. So it's 4.8 bad or good. Yeah, it's actually kind of bad because that's pretty low compared to everybody else. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't find that helpful. Yeah. On Airbnb, I find the reviews are good because people can write long paragraphs. Very descriptive. So people can be very descriptive, and they're talking about specifically the place I'm going to rent. Right, right. Like, it's actually not close to town. Right. There's actually a house right next door I thought is going to be secluded. The hot water isn't good. So, I mean, they can give you good points. I find, like, with eBay, I'm selling all of these unique vintage items. So someone says... 
this cummerbund was not shiny enough. <laughs> but I'm buying another piece of you know clothing from this person that's totally not a cummerbund. I don't know. It just yeah, don't... yeah, yeah. Right. It's it. Yeah. Well, it's reputation, right? So so right. like when you're. I bought stuff from people on eBay who sell random stuff like us, like mm. electronics, clothes, old hardware stuff, uh, a Dyson vacuum cleaner that's used. And if they have 97% feedback in like the last six months, they've gotten all negatives. I'm like, I'm going to look for somebody else probably, you know? Yeah. Right? Yeah. But if it's all like pretty high up there, positive, 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 I'm like, okay, it seems like this person deals with problems well or doesn't okay. have any problems. Right? You make a good point, and that's where somebody else said. And then I said, and it's the same way on Amazon. I mm-hmm. kind of just rely on Amazon and eBay to filter out those bad people. That's true. So yeah. someone that has a consistently bad... Uh, way of shipping like they right. either don't ship on time ebay i'm hoping just kind of just gets rid of those people i wonder know? if it's just slow though yeah, you know I what know. i mean like you see people yeah. and you're like why are they still up honestly it's not really a fight i need to care that but i agree about. with you i think i don't a, know a better yeah. way to do it a five star i always thought a, a three star rating was good it's like bad neutral it's almost like positive right. negative right or Neutral. Yeah. You're like positive three stars. Yeah. Neutral. It's okay. Two stars. One star. Not great. I'll end. It's with this. I think this is my actual two point. My two point is that with eBay now and Amazon has had for a long time, because I can always return an item, it almost doesn't matter. Because if I get the item and it's a bad item, eBay and Amazon both guarantee that I can mail it back. For any reason at all, yep. I just have to, to say I don't like it. Because, I don't want it. Yeah, the the it person and and I can say the person sent it to me broken or something. Yep. So because there's always that guarantee, right? It almost doesn't matter, right? You know, because they're gonna fix the problem no matter what, right? Yeah, I, I know. know it's a good point. Anyway, yeah. it's a good point. I don't know. Uh, I don't know the answer. Okay, let's go to the calls that people sent in this week. So we had voicemail calls and email calls. So if you want to call our voicemail line and leave a message, the phone number is 540-407-8486. And if you want to email us an audio file from your phone and sound like you're in the same room as us, our email is thescavengerlife at gmail.com. Hey, Jay and Ryan. Um, I am your neighbor a couple hours north in Pennsylvania. And I just wanted to call in on to comment on uh last week's episode asking is it gross um to eat food left by your guests? And I don't think it is. Um a couple of years ago I was traveling and I stayed in a hotel and I left um we had like prepackaged meals and stuff and I left some of it behind. But I didn't want to take it with me. And I kinda of just left it with the tip and just kinda of like, hey if you want to take this fine. If not, they could do what they want with it. But I didn't think it was gross. What is gross, however, Jay, is using chapstick found in old clothes. I don't care if you cut the tip off or not. The germs are still in the cap. Not to mention they might be on the plastic tip itself. And here's the thing. Chapstick is really not that expensive. Also, like, I have a bunch of chapstick um, that I've gotten for free just from various events or, you know, people have given me brand new. So... Chapstick gross, 
food okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Okay. So I do want to clarify, too. Like, usually if people leave, like, certain things that look like they, like, scooped a spoon in or whatever, like, I'm probably not going to use that, especially with COVID. But if it's, like... A dozen eggs that they didn't right. use, or like a package of cheese that or wasn't like open. A bunch of, of, of vegetables, onions, yeah, like right. stuff like that. Generally, in, we're not in those eggs. I'm talking about it was is like in a milk container that was had the plastic top. You know, it's almost like, like in a sealed in there, they, a half and half container, but unused. It was, yeah. yeah, so there. Uh, chapstick. I mean, I have not found a used chapstick yeah, in a while. I I agree. During COVID days, I especially yeah, no maybe way. from here on out. But I don't know. I I am one of those kids. Yeah, on the playground when someone were to drop like a uh, a cupcake on the oh, ground, you're like I'm eating this. I would pick it up, brush off, off the, the dirt, dirt, and I it. would eat it. And that's oh, for just... sure. Um, we also make our own chapstick. Yep, because we had bees. Um, our hives died. And we got lazy. Uh, but we still have a ton of beeswax. And you can mix. Right. We do beeswax with coconut oil. And we like make our own chapstick. And it goes forever. So we have a ton of it. Yeah. Like we're never going to have to use <laughs> chapstick from a jacket. Yeah. Ever again. Hey, Scavenger Life. This is Zach um, from Southwest New Mexico. I started selling again. And I can't find my answer anywhere online. But since the new eBay payout method. I'm not able to purchase shipping labels on, um, you know, a cashback debit card or credit card that I use um, because I like to use those cashbacks as much as I can. Um, it only takes out my shipping label um, cost from my payout. I was wondering if you guys might know, maybe you've heard of same issues, and maybe if anybody else has um, resolved that issue, but I can't find anybody else online from what I've been looking up. So hope to hear the next podcast thank you um i don't know how to do it through ebay but i do know if you want to use a third-party shipper like pirate ship or shippo you can link a credit card there and you can automatically sync all your ebay listings there i don't know if the prices are as good as ebay because ebay definitely gets a discount but if you're wanting to get points more than like a super discount on everything then maybe you would do that yeah i know there's a guy in our forum that's really into points and he has been struggling to try and find a way to do ebay shipping on a credit card through managed payments because you pay so much and i'm pretty sure he hasn't found a way to do that yet. Yeah. So if anyone knows, please uh, tell us and we'll announce it or go on our uh, forum and talk about it. But yeah, I think the best solution, though, if you guaranteed mm. is so when I buy labels from Pirate Ship, I just have it linked to one of our credit cards that has Amazon points. It's yep. like an Amazon credit card. So, you know, I don't rack up as much as with eBay, but it's something. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't mind points. I do. I just, I kind of worry some about getting credit cards up too high. Yeah. I mean, we always pay off at the end of the month, but the bigger the amount of money is at the end of the month, the, the, I don't know. I mean, sometimes you're just like, yeah, you're like, like, whoa, we owe a lot of money. And, 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 you know, we're pretty good about saving and being thrifty, but I, I, yeah, I kind of just like the fact that our eBay fees automatically come out of they our just, profit. We don't have to see them. Yeah, we don't have to see them. Hey there, scavengers. I send out offers sometimes and, and people will counter offer sometimes. You say you weren't paying attention to what the offer you sent out was, you know, and then somebody will counter offer. And then when you want to go and look at, see what 
your the offer you sent to him out was he can't find it. I think that's kind of weird. I told eBay about it, and they said they'd look into it. And I did that, too. The other day, I sent an offer out on something. I had it up for 25 bucks, and I sent some offer, and then somebody countered back with $10. So then I countered, you know, I couldn't figure out how much I sent the offer out for. You know, I just couldn't find it. And then so I, I sent out, like, a $19 offer or something. And then they countered back with $11. Usually when someone uh, counters... Or, you know, when you send an offer out, you can have four back and forth. You know, they can negotiate with you four times. But uh, this guy, he must have been able to check that little uh, no counter offer button, too. They, the buyer must also have that option to allow or not allow counter offers. But he, like, sent me a counter offer for 11 bucks, And then, it, you know, you, there should have still been two, two more offers to, you know try and barter with the guy but it only gave me the, the idea for accept or decline so i didn't do either and also i've been getting a lot of uh having to open those package research cases and then uh when you look at the the tracking number on ebay it'll show you that the research case has been opened but on usps it doesn't show you that i was curious if my customers could see that it was uh, an open case they probably can since I can. Anyways, that's it. Later. In terms of seeing your offers, I think there's a way to see it. I don't know where, though. Like, people have told me, oh, you can see where where offers were sent. Yeah. I don't know where it is. I, I, I do not see. I do not see that at all. Like I don't know how not, to find it. Like, it would be good if eBay had a, it'd be ebay.com slash... Offers. Offers you sent. I don't know. And just so you could go there and just see what What are my open offers? Right. Maybe it's there. Maybe I can't. Someone's going to write in and be like, it's right here. Um, So just to keep this brief, um, you can say no counter offers allowed. I think that as a buyer, you can also say... Maybe I don't think so. I don't think the buyer has a way to do it, but they might limit it on certain ones. But yeah, it's tough. I think somebody had given me an offer and I had counter offered and they're like, you counter offered higher than what it's on sale for buy it now. Um, and so I don't know. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm confused by some of yeah. those too. Overall though, I think the send offer, make offer, I mean, I remember when eBay started doing that five, six years ago, and then they did the send offer a couple of years ago. I feel like it's a good... Oh, send offer is like eBay has, only a few months old. It's a good way for eBay to have evolved, and I think it's worked. We get, Okay, so like I said, uh-huh. send offers is right. only a few months old. Two months old. No, a few. I, no, like... Less, it's less than a year old, from what okay. I understand. Yeah. And I send offers like as many times a right. day as I can. Yep. Like as many times as they give me like a chunk of offers right. to send, I send them. But I send even, them on my phone. I send right. them when I wake but up. But even the, I mean, we've been around long enough where I remember you couldn't even make an offer. You know, people would would send you. Oh, to change the price or something. But then yeah. eBay allowed you to send an offer through a, a, m- 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 a message. message to yeah. people. Yeah. And that, that was, was great. five years ago or something. So uh, I don't know. It's, it's good. I mean, I'm glad they do it. It's Any way to get a sale is right. helpful. 
Yeah. In terms of research cases on USPS, I don't think that information translates over to eBay from what I understand. When I, I have to open one today, actually, there's a purse that I shipped like January 15th. And it just hasn't gotten to this person. And I need to be like, this is lost. I mean, they're asking for information about it. But I don't think that my my buyer sees any of that information yeah. when I open it on USPS.com. So I'm not sure if you're seeing something else, but I've never seen that information translated over to eBay. Yeah. All right. Uh, that is it for this podcast. What a great 500th episode. <laughs> Just just a bit of coffee talk. Uh, we've been very excited. So after Christmas happened, yes, people were buying a lot of coffee for. I, you could tell they were s- sending them to each other. Gifts. They're called Great gifts. gifts. Yeah, presents. Uh, people are now buying coffee for themselves. I see. I see a lot of two pound purchases, and these are obviously people who are serious coffee drink drinkers. coffee for. You need two a pounds to get you through. And I like to see that. You know. Yep. Uh, currently, Cameroon is my favorite coffee out of the eleven coffees we Changes have. Changes every week. Yep. I love Cameroon. I was just ex- exclaiming because we might get more Cameroon in. Um, Directly from our supplier in Vermont. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. I, I I absolutely love that coffee. It tastes good black. Mm-hmm. It tastes good with cream. It's it is awesome. good. Right. And it comes from a, a friend we know up in Vermont who has been in coffee for 30 years. And yep. one of his, like, his, the thing he loves is he found a farm in Cameroon and works directly with several farms. He, he created the co-op. So, and so he kind of is helping that area having built, especially coffee industry. So it's good. It's It's good. Good, good. It's special coffee. It's a good bean. Yeah. And so that can be bought at broadporchcoffee.com. Cameroon. Anyway, happy 500 Ryan. Oh, gee, thanks. This podcast is in the three, two, two, one. one, bye. Bye.